All is not Dota fans, there's still a lot of good stuff that can be done for the University of Arizona Wildcats basketball program. We're going to recap Ryan Nemhart, what that means and what it means for Arizona and what they need to do going forward. Let's get started here on Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For keeping it Locked On Wildcats, I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to this show, and I mean a lot to get to this show. First, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the bad, and then we're going to get to the good. All right. Everybody knows Ryan Nemhart has committed to the university or to uh, Gonzaga, and not going to uh, blow any smoke here. That's a tough loss for the University of Arizona because when you have the recruiting strategy that Tommy Lloyd does, where you essentially offer a few kids, and uh, you've got to be able to hit those guys, you've got to be able to hit those guys, and if you don't hit on them, then you're kind of left uh, looking everywhere for players right there. Um, now. When it comes to uh, University of Arizona, a um, couple things. Uh, I believe that you got to change your recruiting approach there a little bit, as we talked about before. Uh, the main reason why is I don't believe that you should only recruit four guys in a uh, four guys in a recruiting cycle. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, look at the top seventy kids in a class and choose. 10 of them because you can't tell me that uh that everybody except 65 of them aren't or 66 of them aren't good fits um from a style from a playing perspective all that you name it um Arizona in my opinion has to be able to get those type of dudes and I don't think it's too much to ask um again target guys that are in the I mean who you feel comfortable with obviously but find 8 to 10 of those guys and land two or three of them to me, it's kind of that simple. Again, I don't mean I don't mean to oversimplify things, but I think you got to look at it from that perspective and say that uh, you know you're the University of Arizona. You should be able to do things. You should be able to get players like that in that realm. That's what I'm saying. Now, when it comes to uh, some of the other players that uh, when it comes to uh, 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 grad transfers and to the guys in the transfer portal, I'm gonna say it again. I believe that Arizona should be able to get the uh, should be able to recruit the transfer portal at a high level. And again, it's nothing. Uh, that's you know that's that's no slight to Courtney Ramey or Sed Henderson because they both did very very good work here. Those are rotation pieces though. Those aren't difference makers per se. Um, you got to get guys in there that are difference makers, and we've talked about it before. But you look at Texas. You brought in a uh, Marcus Carr from uh, University of Minnesota, you could tell pretty quickly that he was going to be a difference maker. And the fact that he averaged 17 points per game, granted it was in the Big Ten, we won't hold that against him here because this actually helps my argument. But that is kind of what you're looking at right there. Now, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Arizona, what they need, you can find guys in the portal, and I believe that you can find guys in the portal fairly early, and I don't think that you have to be messing around maybe in the manner in which some people think because you got a pretty good sample size by now. You know what guys in the portal can bring to the uh, to the equation. And 
Again, that's something that's good. When you know what somebody can bring to the equation, you want to try to uh, emphasize that. You want to try to take advantage of that in any way that you can. Because again, um, at, when you're at the University of Arizona, you should be able to get those players. If Texas can get them, if Kansas State can get them, if schools like that can get them, the University of Arizona should be able to get them. Now, um, so again, I would love to see Tommy Lloyd uh, push up his recruiting strategy to a certain degree. I think that that would make a world of difference there because, again, I believe that he has got a fairly good uh, – I think he's got a fun product. I mean, he's got a fun product to be able to sell. And I think the, uh, uh, I think the one thing that everybody's got to look at is that, okay, Arizona is right here and you're a top – 10, 15 basketball pro, uh, program in the country. You can run up and down. You got a coach that lets you play. You should be able to get players like that. It shouldn't be difficult. So don't make the don't make things more difficult than they are. I guess would be my uh, would be my advice right there because I don't believe that you need to do something like that. As a matter of fact, I think that you're uh, creating a problem where there isn't a problem. Find ten kids each year and prioritize, and then go after them. Um, again, I know that it sounds great to the kids when you're like, you're only one of two players that we're offering. That is awesome. But when you don't get one of those guys and you're kind of left, you're kind of stuck. So that's what I would do when it comes to that. Now, when it comes to uh, uh, University of uh, um, Arizona and what I would be looking for then if I'm Lloyd, you're, I, I think that you can find a I would I would recruit more like Luke did, to be honest with you. Um, with obviously you're going to have a heavy international flair because that's what, you know, that's what Tommy Lloyd specializes in. And I totally get that one. You want to have that. I get that. Totally get it. No problems whatsoever. But I think it does become a little, uh, it becomes more difficult. I'll put it to you like that. It becomes more difficult when you, um, you set parameters. And as Jason Shear said a while back, I would offer, I would offer kids, I would recruit kids and then, and then I would just tell them, I would be like, listen, you know, um, we love you guys at that. Uh, we love you guys at this position. Uh, there's three players right here. The first one to commit gets the scholarship. Lute Olson did that all the time. I think it works perfectly because you're telling them, we want you to be an Arizona Wildcat. You got three guys right here. Um, first one to, uh, first one to, uh, uh, commit gets that spot. And, I, I think the kids should be able to understand that uh, philosophy as well. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a front runner uh, philosophy, status, you name it, whatever you want to name it. It's just something that I think makes a lot of sense if you're the University of Arizona and if you're Tommy Lloyd. So again, expand the recruiting pool a little bit. Try to get a combination in your class of guys who are, you know, Top 50 to 60 players, top 75, I don't care. You can get your international or two, get a portal player or two, and then call it a day. But again, got to offer more than just two, th two or three players, in my opinion. And Tommy Lloyd, we need to be honest here. Tommy Lloyd's a sharp guy. I don't think that this is lost on him. I don't think that I'm breaking any news right here that he doesn't, uh, that he probably doesn't already know. Again, the great ones learn, the great ones learn from their mistakes and I think the uh, I think the one I think the thing about Tommy Lloyd is that we can sit here and say that he knows what he that as a coach he knows what he's doing. Now 
You got to adjust the recruiting uh, strategy a little bit. And, you know, honestly, a lot of coaches struggle uh, in the infancy of recruiting or game strategy, and they evolve at times. I mean, look at Lute Olson. Lute Olson's one of the 15 best coaches to ever walk a college basketball sideline. And Lute Olson went and um, Lute Olson said, you know, this strategy right now that I'm using where I'm trying to um, – you know, play bigger guys, play slow it down a little bit, get the ball into the post each time. That isn't really working, and that's why we're kind of getting bounced against more athletic teams. So then what does he do? He goes out and he changes his philosophy. He doesn't overhaul it, but, you know, he makes some makes some adjustments. And the first adjustment he makes is we're going to be a more guard-oriented attack. And, you know, there were some hiccups in the road, but you know what that also meant? From 94 to 01, you went to three Final Fours, played in a national title game, and you won a national championship. So, again, it worked. And uh, that's that was Lute Olsen, who had already been to two Final Fours. Look at Mike Krzyzewski. Mike Krzyzewski is one of the biggest proponents you will ever find of, I'm going to play man-to-man defense. That's what we do. That's what we're always going to do. And, cool, he did it. But you know what? In 2015, he realized that he didn't have the roster for that. So what did he do? He switched things up, and he went with an almost all-zone defense. And what did they do? They won the national championship. So, again, it can be done there. It should be able to be done. Um, So that's the next step, I think, for Lloyd. You know that he's a really good X's and O's coach. You know he's a good game day coach. Um, He lets his players go. The next step right there is being able to, I think, get uh, the recruiting situation down, and I think he will. Now, let's talk about some of the recruiting situations that we're talking about right now. And the first one that we need to talk about is this coming uh, Wednesday, Carter Bryant will be announcing his decision. Carter Bryant, top five kid out of Louisville, uh, or excuse me, out of Louisville, top five kid um, who is deciding between Arizona and Louisville, actually out of Fountain Valley, California. Um, take for what it's worth, but it would be a major surprise if Arizona did not get Carter Bryant. They should be able to get Carter Bryant because, again, um, Tommy Lloyd has been on him from the word go. And not only has he been on him from the word go, he has been recruiting him in such a manner that um, – he has been recruiting him in such a manner that – uh, you would certainly um, certainly expect to be able to get him. Now, I think, again, I think they're going to be able to get him. Um, and if you get him, my question is this. How does that change things a little bit for Arizona? Because Carter Bryant's a top five player in the country who has been a priority recruit for the University of Arizona for quite some time. Um, but I do believe that they will be able to get him. You pair him with Jamari Phillips, who – They're on the same AAU team. They're going to be up in Phoenix. That's a nice little start to the 2024 class. Now, they're both a little bit kind of a different player, which is cool. Carter Bryant is more of a guy who is a one and done. Again, he is Jason Tatum is that comparison right there. Jason Tatum is the guy who, from a skill, build, length, athleticism perspective, that's kind of what Carter Bryant is right there. And I think that's where, uh, that's where, uh, you know, people should look at for a realistic, uh, realistic expectation of what he can do. Again, he's not a great athlete. He's a good athlete. He's certainly, you don't look at him and say he's not an athlete, but he gets his stuff more off skill, off being able to, you know, wiggle around in the paint, do things like that. 
and that's where I think his uh, impact will really be shown for the University of Arizona and uh, and this program. Now, with Jamari Phillips, um, Jamari Phillips is a guy not quite as highly rated, still a top 40 kid, also out of California, plays on the same AAU team. Jamari Phillips is good. Um, I think Jamari Phillips is probably a little bit underrated in the grand scheme of things, um, but I'm okay with that. To be honest with you, um, doesn't really uh, doesn't really bother me. Uh, doesn't really bother me in the least. Um, but again, uh, these again, that's the kind of guy that I'm talking about. Though top uh, top forty to uh, top forty kid right there, multi year player and. I think Tommy Lloyd can absolutely excel with guys like that. Um, but between Carter Bryant, Jamari Phillips, you know, like, I, again, that's that's the template right there. You get the elite guy. Then you get the guy in there that's also a top, you know, 40 player. And Arizona's got another guy coming in like that, K.J. Lewis, kid out of Texas. Love K.J. Lewis. That's, again, that's the template for me is you want to find guys who are able to, uh, you know, step in there and be able to make that play and guys that you can develop and not only develop, but develop in a certain way in that you come in here initially, maybe, you know, it takes a year or two, whatever the case may be. And then you get going and then you're ready to rock and roll. That's what I think you're hoping for. If you are the university of Arizona. And I think that that's, what's going to uh, happen again. Uh, Tommy Lloyd ain't perfect. You know, I mean, he's admitted that he's admitted along the way that, you know, there's going to be some times where um, there's going to be some times where it's going to maybe take, uh, you know, take a little bit of time here to be able to uh, to figure everything out. And um, not only is it going to take a little bit of time to figure everything out, but, you know, at the end of the day, we'll uh, Arizona should be good on this one. Again, I got full faith and I got full faith in the coaching staff right here. KJ Lewis is another dude, top 50 guy, whatever you want to call him. Really good athlete, a little bit raw physically, a little bit raw from an a uh, uh, from just a skill perspective, but somebody that you can really build with. And you look at him as a two or three year player. He meshes right in there with Jamari Phillips. You still hopefully have Kylan Boswell in the fold as well. That's where you start going. So again, it's not the end of the world, but I do believe that this is probably going to be a real learning experience for Tommy Lloyd. And again, the great ones learn from their mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. The great ones learn from them right there. And I think Tommy Lloyd is one of the great ones. Okay. Now, speaking of great stuff, let's talk about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. That's where it's at. You want to be able to bet on games live. You want to be able to bet on games in the future. Go to FanDuel Sportsbook. Backslash, or, uh, uh, backslash locked on. Check it out. Great stuff going on there. And I think the thing that's even more impressive about all of the uh, the FanDuel uh, the FanDuel situations there is that you've got uh, with Air with the uh, excuse me with Arizona. Um, Bet on the over for Arizona football. That's what I'm going to tell you. Whenever that line comes out, you take the over and thank me later for it. And again, do it on FanDuel, fanduel.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. Um, again, good money right there. And it makes things more enjoyable to watch, as we know. All right, I'm going to come back in a second here and uh, we'll talk about some of the players, maybe hoping to make that jump. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about some of the players looking to make that jump right there for the University of Arizona. 
Now that first guy that I think we're looking at and saying that, um, you know, what can he do? Henry Vasar, another guy that I think would probably factor in as a top 40 to 50 recruit, something like that. And, um, Again, that's the type of dude that you're uh, you're looking for right there. He struggled a little bit as a freshman. I think we all we all saw that. But you know, um, not only, but that doesn't mean that that was the end of the world right there. What he what he has though is all the kind of stuff that I think you like and you're intrigued by as a coach. Mainly a because he's a guy who can run up and down the court. He's pretty fluid. Um, I know people haven't seen this, but he can actually shoot the ball fairly well. I know that sounds funny to say, and he can, he's got, he can have a shot blocking presence to him as well. There's a lot to like about what he can do. Um, so that's a guy that I, uh, that's a player certainly that uh, I would, I would say keep a very, very close eye on. Um, I would like to see him more. I thought nine and five Rhino, uh, Ryan Hansen said more like 11 and five, something like that. And if that happens, then boom. That's another type of dude right there that I think you can work with. I'd love to see Dylan Anderson make that next jump as well. We'll see. I know that there's going to be a couple uh, international players that Arizona will bring in. But, again, um, 23-24 basketball season, I have no clue what to expect. Honestly, I got no clue. But um, after that, that's where I really want to see the Tommy Lloyd recruiting uh, footprint start to take hold. Because at Arizona, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. In Arizona, you should be able to win. You should be able to get good players. It shouldn't be that difficult. You should be able to get good players. And because, again, you got a lot to sell. Now, again, I don't need you going toe-to-toe with Kentucky and uh, Kansas and Duke on every single player. But you should be able to get your fair share of guys like that. I mean, Lute was able to do it. Now, again, Lute generally made his living off top 40 to 50 type kids. But... You had the Mike Bibbies in there. You had the Jason Gardners. You had the Khalid Reeves. You had the players that, you know, could have gone pretty much anywhere they wanted and were national recruits. So he did it as well. There's no reason that Tommy Lloyd can't do it as well. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, uh, Wildcats. Excuse me. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. So that's kind of where we're at right now. I don't dig the recruiting strategy that Lloyd has uh, uh, deployed so far, and I think that you're probably going to see that be altered a little bit. But again, the guy's also 61 and 11 in his first two years. He obviously can coach basketball. He's good at what he does. But you know, I, like I said, I think some of the recruiting strategy needs to be overhauled, and that's uh, I, I think you're going to see that. Um, this is going to be a big, big off season for him, as I think we all know. But the portal isn't closed yet, still open for a couple weeks. Got to try to find some more dudes in there. But again, you got to be able to hit that 2024 class and you got to bring in a loaded 2024 class. So again, we'll find out where Arizona is. But again, it's not the end of the world. It's definitely a setback. We're not going to sit here and say that it's not. But if it means that it also kind of brings a little bit of clarity to Arizona's recruiting process, then it's probably all for the good right there again. The great ones learn. And Tommy Lloyd, I have every reason to believe, is a very smart basketball man. You can just tell by his accomplishments right there. So that's where we're at. All right. We're going to have a lot of recruiting news the rest of this week um, because, again, we got the EYBL coming up on Friday. But as always, 
Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We'll be back with you tomorrow talking some more Arizona basketball recruiting. You name it, we got it. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your Monday and back the A. Go Wildcats.